Welcome back, one and all, to the World of No Sports podcast. I'm Matthew, their host for the day, and I'm joined by my other dairy correspondent. Gerald. And coming in <laughs> live and direct from Hong Kong. Nick, and I just want to be say it's the world of no sport. We don't have a feckin' S on the end of it. What did I say the S? You did say the S. Oh fuck right. <laughs> I've been fighting I've been fighting this battle. I've been fighting this, this battle for fucking months. But there's no I made S. the Instagram too without the S, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> But anyway, before we cross uh, over to Gerald, yeah, my name's just Nick. a rundown of we're doing. Nice to see you. And this for, is we're doing news as usual. Gerald. Oh, right, go ahead. It Gerald. is uh, Connor, the other guy <gasps> here. I am fucking floored. We've been deceived. Deceived, bamboozled. What have you Who'd done I with Gerald? <laughs> <laughs> I got him. My dad is called Scott Fitz, and my name is Gerald of Rivia. Oh yes. Oh. Okay. Oh yes. Witcher season two is coming out at some point, and if Imagine I don't work on it, then it's going to be shit. Just like season one. I'm pretty sure that Gerald of Rivia is this. Is he's like the the fucking, he's a ginger version of the Witcher. Uh, he's he's, he's the <laughs> he's like the beta ginger Witcher who's really skinny and wanders around and sunburned. gets like ignored and sunburned all the time. He's just a hurler. No, Gerald never survived. Gerald never survived the Witcher trials, you know. No, he, he yeah. did. He just got his work placement is in Ohio. Like when you're meant to go on these Witcher trials, you're meant to do a bunch of quests, things, and take potions. Gerald got like he put his one hand on a on a, on a tree, and he got a splinter, and that was the end of him. Yeah, too bad for Gerald. He got infected, and you know it's the twelve hundreds in the middle of fucking Poland, and he died. That's how it works. As is customary from Splinters. Aye. That's why that's the uh, that's why the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had such a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well played. Right. And on that bombshell, our news for today, NFL bits and bobs, as we always have, Arsenal stuff because they've shot in the nest. Who was your the boy? NBA. I'm sorry, Matthew. Who was your little boy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? You know, the, the cool Shredder. guy who was kind of a bad guy with a baseball bat. Oh, the, the bad guy? Was it like, was, he was oh, a bad guy, guy, but he was a good guy as well. He became an anti There was, there was Krang. There was, no, um, it was like Casey or Casey. something. Casey. That's it. Yeah. Casey Jones. Yeah, Casey Jones. I just know this because uh, we, I know we talked about First Source beforehand. A guy from First Source <laughs> had a kid and called him Casey Jones. <laughs> and then when we're talking, he goes, Do you ever watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> I was like, yes. So he confirmed he and it wasn't it just a case fluke. Jones from there. Yes. <laughs> that is a, a tough king. sell. That's a tough sell. It's I a good wonder name. what the wife's name is. It's, you can either, if it's a boy or a girl, I mean, call Casey. Yeah, you just gotta hope he doesn't have any more so he's not Donatello and Raphael and Leonardo walking around. Could you imagine? Could you, could you, imagine, could you imagine growing up in Derry and being called Donatello? Well, we know a Jan Luca. Yeah. So. I, but his parents owned a restaurant called Fiorentini's. Like, they were actually Italian, I think. They fish yeah. and chips. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually true. The Italian way. Oh. God bless him. I, I don't know about you, but. I take control of this show. 
Uh, Connor, <laughs> your response every time I started. Right, I've gone over the start. So other than NBA, Arsenal stuff, and NFL bits and bobs, the playoff final, the richest game in football, has just happened, and we have some opinions on that. Not opinions, facts that were ignored because of a lack of VAR. And then finally, Connor's going to, in his words, train me in fantasy. More like Scotty Parker. Am I right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, anyway. I didn't NFL know his name until two days ago. Never did I do it. I didn't know his name yesterday. No, not no. really. Genuinely. No. Of course no. I didn't. I don't give a shit. Why do I care who's the Fulham boss? Yeah, no, but he, you know, he played for a while. He was good old Scott Parker, the RAF pilot who played in England's midfield. Why Basically, he was like if Jordan Henderson played for a worse team but was better. <laughs> and actually okay. you know, contributed to the team uh, no, but we know that, Jordan uh, Henderson's name because he was playing for West he, no, he, the reason is like, I compare him to Jordan Henderson is because he won the bloody sports writer of the year award in fucking Garth Bale's prime and they were like oh, oh right. he kept West Ham up by scoring a goal one time no. then he moved to Spurs and then yeah I don't know they gave him sports writer of the year because you know English in it Probably. Yeah. Not sports writer of the year. Welsh sports writer player of the year. Although I don't know how capable he is at actually writing. We don't know. That's not a skill he has just gathered yet. It's it's well, he had to write plenty of letters home to the wife during World War One. Alright, go on follow him. Uh, yeah. Follow him one, two, one. In overtime. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're, you're getting ahead of yourself. Are we going to start with that? <laughs> we need to. Are we start with the, the news? fucking news first? Oh, we're not talking. Yeah. Oh, I think. All right, whatevs. The playoff final kind of is news, but it's a bigger portion of news than the fact that Ben Roethlisberger is now skinnier. <laughs> which is our first segment, guys. <laughs> this is our first segment, skinny big Ben. A game worth a hundred and six million pounds is just slightly above a man getting on the fucking treadmill. Weight Watcher shit. Is he even big Ben <laughs> anymore? <laughs> Nah, he's just uh, Ben. He's, just, That's what he's fucking Ben. Has he has he just changed now? Does this mean like like he won't blame his teammates for running the correct routes and causing him to throw interceptions? Don't know. Or I he mean, won't corner uh, unsuspecting women in bathroom toilets and dodgy bars. I was wondering if that, that was <laughs> the first thing you said. I mean, if anything, cornering them, they right. can get around him. Yeah, if, if anything, now they're not going to hear him. He's going to make less noise on approach. Oh. Allegedly. It's just called Bad Ben. Bad small Ben. Bad small, tiny small Ben. Bad skinny small Ben. So does this mean his strength could be gone? I mean, or, what, what's he, what's he well, think? Maybe oh, not. Oh, I'm going to get more movement now because I'm 39. <laughs> I don't want to be able to be well. no, 39 you know. and recovering from a shoulder injury uh, an elbow yeah. oh elbow sorry uh, I, sh- I think it's gets, just I a hope shame he gets ruined I hope my it is a shame bags him. it's a shame that Vontae's perfect isn't in the division anymore <laughs> yeah I would Fuck love to see that, that. Would be a nightmare you just say go get him <laughs> you wouldn't even say don't care about the rules go get him he's the Big Ben's just the worst like people go back to that people say oh in 2018 he was playing some of his best football yeah well he threw for over 5,000 5, yards 
grand. He he led the league. He got over like thirty touchdowns, right? And he led the league yep. in interceptions. Sounds like Jameis Winston. That is exactly what he's also, he got, you know what? The league's, he had the least amount of pressure in the league on him. Yeah. What else? So he had like the best O line in the league for pass protecting that year. He also had Antonio Brown and Juju Smith Schuster. And James Conner was well. doing the exact same thing Bloody Le'Veon Bell was doing the year before. So, yep. fuck yeah. off about him having like one of his best years. He was bad that year. He was bad. Is this going to be his. Is this going to be his Tom Brady year where he uh, suddenly looks like a weak, pathetic old man? No, because he's got a great team around him. Yeah, he's still got a lot of the weapons still there. Yeah. James Conner's still there, still playing relatively well too. Yeah, he's still got Juju Smith um, and they drafted some seven foot two boy to play uh, wide receiver slash tight end and chase Claypool. You'll be sweet. Yeah. He, he'll just he's going to have targets. Like. Like, he I is less talented than um, Philip Rivers in his pomp. I kind of feel him. like uh, like Big Ben, like skinny Big Ben looks like, he looks like um, they took an old guy and put him through like that de-aging like CGI software to be in a movie. Do you ever see like, like a homeless uh, man got a makeover? Really? Let's not sugarcoat like, it. It's them YouTube videos. Do you ever see like a homeless man $100 and he got a makeover in a hotel room and then all of a sudden he got a job. Do you ever and see like they found them out old that like, he was cartoons big or TV shows where they're like they use something they suck something out of their body like they suck weight or like power and they kind of just look like these scrawny I don't know tall scrawny uh, lanky things just walking around. Yeah. He's just got so the dementia like. That's what it is. He's a freak. That's what it is. I hope all his arm strength is gone. I hope he gets a season en- like ending shoulder injury and I'll still draft him in the 12th round of fantasy. <laughs> for the crack for the main right. uh, and the in other NFL quarterback news uh, we have some oh. some COVID list news because uh, two players uh, who had been put on the COVID list are now no longer on the COVID list namely uh, first of, I mean first of all uh, down in Jacksonville Gardner Minshew is now off the COVID list uh, he said some insane Jacksonville bullshit about like oh COVID is like lucky it didn't mess with me or some or some stuff like that which, I took one look at him ran the other way that makes which sense which is yeah okay sure that's that's how medicine works big ups big man um, and then Matthew Stafford who apparently uh, had only Why had one test Gardner Minshew Nick Wait, yeah, that was quite aggressive. I thought that was quite witty. What he said, that was quite funny. Yeah, he was. I just said, "Fuck him." His parents are cousins. Oh, he's be- he was better than Nick Foles last year, so I must hate him. I don't hate him. I just don't think he's the second coming of Christ, which is what people uh, seem to think. He is the the perfect quarterback for Jacksonville. What are you going to do, bringing a guy, a wannabe pastor? Who can't fucking move uh, down in Nick Foles? No, you you bring a guy who shows up the training in a monster truck. <laughs> monster energy sticker on the fucking windshield. I don't know, even a monster truck. He drives a second hand like Honda Acura or whatever it is from like two thousand four. A raised F one fifty. That's what he drives with tinted windows. He's just committed. Anyway. He needs to own a Jaguar. <laughs> not the car an actual physical yeah. big cat <laughs> just ride it to work he is the big cat he's the big dog and the big cat maybe we like him a bit too much like no we like him <laughs> this is all because like he has a moustache no we like him as much as the common <laughs> NFL fan likes him and they fucking love him yeah 
And the fact he's a sixth round pick and outperformed, I don't know, Daniel Jones, the sixth overall pick with a worse team. Yeah, that's impressive. Get shrecked. Get shrecked, Daniel Jones. I just do think that people should be they should be prepared to be disappointed when he is benched next year after the Jags purposefully tank to try and draft Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but then Bull tanks more efficiently and then there's Trevor Lawrence is at the Pats and they're know, like, Nick, what do we I mean, fucking that's do that's now? The Bears might be trying to tank. I mean they, they drafted they got they signed that bomb Nick Foles to be QB. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The Bears QB is still um Mitch, Mitch. Trubisky. Oh yeah, Mitch Titties will outplay Mitch Nick Foles. Like Gardner Minshew did. Connor, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the uh, the Bears are said to, uh, by their own estimation, have the strongest QB room in the league. So, <laughs> well, I, I don't know, know how you're... much Nick Foles can bench. They just have but... that many QBs on there. That's why it's not because <laughs> of the quality of quarterbacks. They just have nineteen. <laughs> they're talking about they're talking about actual like physical units of weight that they're that guys yeah. inside could lift. So there's fifty guys in there. They're doing they ten pounds like each. Truck. They can do it. Strongest QB room in the league. No, but it, it, it is. Um, there is news now that Matt Stafford um, actually did not have a properly conclusive test that said he was positive for coronavirus. He had an initial test, but as we know, these things can be false positive. They can be false negative. You need to get it checked up afterwards. You can't just go off one yep. result and have that be, you know, verbatim. So, uh, so upon a second test, it seems that uh, Stafford, in fact, does not have coronavirus, and his wife is pissed. Yeah. I'll just say yeah. false positive sums up every lion season. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Stafford was uh, was saying that she was upset with the league. She is not happy. Uh, she said that they uh, had been uh, forced to leave the playground. That they weren't allowed. They, uh, their kids weren't allowed to go to school. That uh, she wasn't allowed to. She wasn't able to um, to go and do her her grocery shopping in peace at, at the store. She was, uh, you know, given like the, I understand the cold what shoulder. she's saying, but it's it's just funny the way like it it's completely awful what she's saying, but it is kind of funny here. And one of her complaints being they weren't allowed to go to the playground. Like obviously yeah, that's I because mean, people were shunning them away, and it's not nice. But that's just took me by surprise, to be honest. What surprises me is that park anyway. Shouldn't we go? What surprises me is is that that number of people can fucking recognize Matthew Stafford's wife just offhand in the I grocery store I, I would walk past her and not know her from Adam I would definitely know her because I follow her on Instagram why? because it's the only uh, social media account that Matthew Stafford kind of breathes any air into <laughs> fair otherwise he is a man of mystery he just appears in the background of some photos, watering the plants. That's literally it. That's like, oh, there's a photo of Stafford playing with his fourth kid or whatever. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> fucking, I'm lapping this up. He's a nice Depends. person. I mean, is he, hey, hey, you got to analyze that picture. Is he, is he tossing the ball? Is this baseball practice? Is he throwing him a football? What is going on? If this is did, a football, that's valuable training uh, hours. You did have the moment during like free agency or something where Kelly Stafford um, commented or she, she did like one of those wee things where you overlay a photo and it was saying oh best places where Stafford could get traded and she was like oh I could go to LA <laughs> <laughs> oh you watch it Kelly you don't play with my heart because I would like him to go to LA as well 
I now know her name is Kelly. That's that's what I've learned today. Kelly! Not only. <laughs> that's about all I've learned about the woman, but... Lovely woman. Yeah, no, I understand her. She also had a brain tumor last year, Matthew. Well, like, that doesn't make her... Like, that doesn't mean I should know her name. I'm just saying she makes as many comebacks as Stafford. <laughs> Both for one another. Anywho. Right. Well, yeah. Are we going to move on from the NFL onto Arsenal shitting the nest? You're the host. I don't no. know. Well, run quickly through the fact that the Arsenal ownership are well, they're they're kind of like Scrooge at the moment. Yeah. Who would they're have thought that billionaires were either. bad people? I I don't know. <laughs> it's a surprise to me, and I think everyone. Uh, uh, it's not a surprise. <laughs> it's not a fucking surprise. <laughs> I would like to note that that wasn't serious. Uh, so no, but but um, but yeah. So way back in, way back when all this was kicking off big time, there was this whole hullabaloo about oh, you know, the football players should do their part. Oh, look at all the money the football players. You know, the typical mouth breather bullshit from the English press. Um, and so yeah. the the result of this was that some of them actually did do some stuff. I mean, Aye, plenty did. Uh, plenty Connors, of players Connors, did some of their wages. Connor's Connor's favorite uh, punching bag, uh, Jordan Henderson, actually did a huge amount for um, for like uh, COVID support and that kind of thing. Um, and, and several other players have also, um, you know, they've they've participated in organizing efforts. They've donated money. They've donated salary. They have helped set up um, uh, volunteering efforts. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on, and they have been doing their bit. But you know, the, the English press are are just imbeciles. They've 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 have a, a hard on for berating footballers because it makes them feel superior and and better about their shit lives. I don't know why, but be that as it may, um, some several Arsenal players agreed to take a, a fairly substantial pay cut. I think it was like. What is it like an eighth of their their pay or something like that? Like twelve yeah, percent, twelve percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they agreed to a substantial pay cut with the the assurances from uh, Arsenal management and the board and so on that there wouldn't be any uh, any um, layoffs uh, around the team as a result because of all this extra cash that Arsenal would now have from uh, not paying. Uh, all of these uh, these uh, players, their full salary. Uh, bear in mind, one person who I believe did not take a pay cut, uh, one Mesut Ozil. Yeah, he didn't. If you look up Arsenal players' pay cut, it says it's a twelve and a half percent, and then it's just a picture of Ozil looking confused. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is Ozil? What is, what is this online? pay cut you talk about? What is pay cut? If you, pay if goes you look, up. If you look online, like people as well, getting that Ozil is stupid as well. Why do people online love to defend billionaires? I don't know. Like, it's, is it because they want to be them one day, and they think it's oh, because they think that is that? It. People defend billionaires, thinking if I'm a billionaire one day and do the same thing, and I'm like, lad, you're fucking working at a chipper, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you're not going to be a fucking billionaire. Yeah, uh, it, it and then you got people on Walmart, people in Walmart, which is what Stan Kroenke is. I've married into receive something like six billion dollars a year in government benefits because they're getting yeah. paid less than the living wage yeah uh, there's this uh, it's a it's a huge problem like the the u.s government basically subsidizes walmart a huge amount um, walmart make plenty of money That's they like, do they make a lot of money they don't need subsidizing but they get subsidies because the american government is is just fucked beyond belief um 
Yeah, so so uh, Arsenal Bill- players, I'm saying uh, billionaires like are... Nestle also like to say that water is not a human right. So, <laughs> yeah, this is what you got. D- defend that, yes. Good folks, <laughs> good folks. Hey, all right, but at least there's at least there's Elon Musk and his uh, his uh, scuba diving pedo comments. Oh, fuck my god, he's, that, he's that man a... has done so much good for the world and then just goes, You're looking to go into a cave after Wayne's fucking pedo. Hey, well, the best thing to do for doing your stocks is just to follow him on Twitter and just buy and sell yeah. Tesla as he just, as just he wait for shit. him to wait for him to commit securities fraud by announcing financial information online that he's not allowed to. Oh, he's just a fucking street lunatic. Like. Oh, he's he's a, he's he's a fucking Safa and all as well. Like, I, you know where yeah, he gets it's smart it's anime animals. memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. yeah he, is, he is relatable to 17-year-old weeaboo online bullshit. You just say Connor. Therefore, he can do normal. <laughs> 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 right, Matthew, Connor is 24. Exactly. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, right, yeah, so Arsenal players are uh, Arsenal players are, are not happy with this. They're they are looking Save to Save it for the anime podcast. Looking to complain. <laughs> looking to complain. To be fair, an eighth an eighth of the wages of a lot of them boys would pay quite a considerable number of years wages for a lot of people uh, it would it would and it's it's 55 people that they're laying off it's not some yeah. it's not like a, it's like one or two folk who just happen to be running out of their contracts or who are moving on to greener pastures or who are getting too old it's it is a lot of folk um and so it, it's kind of it seems kind of unjustified especially given that the the new like the new premier league season is just around the corner you know, it's, it's not as if we're heading into some massive, like, long off season where there's going to be no football for ages. Coming back in September, it's already middle of August. Well, early August, but right. you get the point. As long as we got enough money for a bummer yang, we'll be all right. <laughs> in it. It's Arsenal fan TV. <laughs> Uh, and that's what's going to happen. Aubameyang's going to get a new fucking contract. We're going to sign some French boy, and everyone's going to be all right with it. Mbappe? And going to forget it. That would be the dream French boy to sign. Oh Jesus! Is Gabriel any good, Nick? Give me hope. Uh um, <laughs> probably. To be honest, I haven't seen much of the lad. Um, but he's he's probably all right. You heard it here first, folks. Probably all right. Half these. You'll get that kind of analysis from anywhere else. All right, where else? Where else? Well, we have NBA the world stuff, which go? I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what NBA. Stuff. There's games on, I know, but is We're there anything other the exciting? Well, this you is Matthew's on NBA it, segment. Take it away. Right, NBA uh, happened. I watched one game, got bored halfway through, and fell asleep. Uh, Stunning. Hopefully, analysis. this week it picks up, and hope well. Hopefully, I'll watch all the playoffs because they actually get a bit exciting. But hang on, what game we still did have you watch? Very many deciding games. I don't even know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't look at the teams. I was just watching the game late at night. World of no sports, indeed. It was just I, I don't know I only ever watch basketball at the playoffs. It was actually like the 2009 like rematch <laughs> reshowing between the Lakers. Oh Jesus, that Kobe Bryant's looking good out there. Jesus, they lost the fucking color TV here. Where the fuck to get the black and white from? Oh, you, you were actually no. watching Space Jam, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't ever besmirch uh, Space Jam by saying I would get bored and fall asleep during that masterpiece. I fucking hate Space Jam. You it hideous creature with fall. no soul. It is a masterpiece. It is not. It is. Okay. It is awful. Right, well, we'll move on from Connor's heresy. Hot, hot opinions on Space Jam. But yeah, so uh, going on to, I guess, the, 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 main, the main football news of the week. That the meat the, potatoes of the football world. Yeah. Playoff, the, uh, playoff final. Playoff final. Going back, back in up. the pram. They were the outs. They were uh, not the... What do you call them? They were not the bookies' favourites in this game. And they... Well, they didn't... They took them 105 minutes to score. I'm happy enough because Barnes or Brentford had three chances to get promoted. And they lost yeah. to Stoke. They lost to Barnsley. Who were in the relegation zone the entire bloody year, and they lose their Fulham team that honestly weren't that good. Yeah. You get what you deserve, Brentford. You get what you deserve. It does seem like they they even had more chances, but they just were not finding the target. They they weren't good. Mm. Brentford. Yeah, they were. Brentford. Uh, they were. P- were crap outside of the game against Swansea this past month. Yeah. I will Poor say Swansea. the number of fouls in this game was also hideous, but I know we have more to talk about in that. No, I mean, I per- personally, I just want to congratulate uh, Mitrovic on achieving his black belt at the Cobra Kai dojo. I'm sure his parents are very pleased uh, and they uh, really loved his uh, stunning display of uh, aggressiveness in the fight today. Yeah, no, it's real he should have been sent off. It's, it's absolutely I'd... ridiculous that he wasn't sent off. No, so he should have Looking at it without VAR, it was quite a bad tackle. It wasn't like, even a fucking tackle. It was assault. Yeah. If that happened in the street, we'll he'd get arrested. <laughs> and then it was borderline GBH. As well, that when was that was from was a Fulham end. free kick. So he'd done it beforehand. Yeah. So even though he committed uh, uh, attempted homicide, <laughs> it didn't become a Brentford free kick. And instead, it was a Fulham free kick as well, and they scored from that. Which is boggles belief. I don't know how you can see that. You, I mean, I mean, I, I mean. Obviously, he didn't see it because he he fucking missed the fact that it was a straight red card, nailed yeah. on. But I don't know how you can then go over, give the yellow card, and then be like right back to the free kick. No, if someone's committed yeah, a yellow can, card, can. like lads, lads go for a corner kick, and the goalie gets like a wee nudge to the elbow, and so the ref blows it off and gives a goal kick. But this the happens, thing is, if the free kick's like, given, nah, I think it. it's. I think it's technically like you can get sent off at half time as well but no one will get a free kick that's a very stupid example but you can get a yellow card if the ball is dead and not end up giving away free I agree the rule is stupid but I think that is actually by the book correct what he did but it should have been a turnover like it, the free kick it should have changed I, th- I, th- I just think the whole thing is a bit of a shambles Sully, like, I mean, you sh- if you're playing a game in Wembley you have the, have the ability to use VR you have the technology all the stuff's in the stadium you've got refs available just do it just, just yeah I like, don't know why they didn't the, the FA the FA need to stop fucking beating around the bush and accept the fact that we have like reviews in football now they need to fucking accept it and deal with it they're acting like a, a fucking uni student who's in denial about the fact that he's into his overdraft pretending that they've got all this money and then whenever they see a bank statement they fucking shove it under their mattress 
I didn't need to be attacked like that, like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to see no, Scott just... Parker back in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long road from the from the cliffs of Dover in his Spitfire. For Nick, as someone like you who doesn't obviously know who Scott Parker is, think of someone no, like I've, I've better, no a better Lasana Diara. I mean, I I wrote down in the in the show notes today. Why does Scott Parker look like he works for Deutsche Bank? <laughs> Basically, yeah, he's a very very popular footballer. Played for the likes of Spurs, West Ham, Chelsea. Yeah. So he just stayed how, home. England started How do you midfielder? play for Spurs, West Ham, and Chelsea and still be popular? Why has he been around, Eiler? He's just been around London. Uh, he's been around with the Leeds. He played for Newcastle. Oh, well, he played for Middlesbrough. Well, I didn't even know who the man was. I'm not expecting I mean, to deal with his discography of football. Nick, I can understand because he's French. <laughs> you have been watching the Premier League for about, for what, the past 20 odd years? Yeah. And you don't know who Scott Parker is. I genuinely That's like saying don't. you don't know who I don't know. Let's say uh oh I don't know who uh Darren Fletcher is. Who? Shut up. You know who Darren that Fletcher is. That was a joke, yes. That I was a joke. I do know who Darren Fletcher oh, I know these Gareth men, yes. Bale, he's British. Don't know who he is. I no, I know these men. I don't know Why the Scott fuck Parker. Do you know who I'm, Scott Parker is? I d I don't know. I just don't recognise the name at all. Uh, that is so dumb. Were you just not Maybe paying I'm attention in the, the turn of the the decade probably not to be honest but and I, oh this boy fuck runs a, this I'm a liar sports podcast. I know Scott Parker's face I just couldn't put a name to it I've just looked him up there yeah sorry hashtag prepared yeah I've just looked him up there I, d- I couldn't put a name to the face but now that I've seen him yeah I know who that now is this is you saving face uh, no, I won't admit I completely I blanked that man from my memory you should because you're getting called out by me who he is. I'm, I will freely admit that I don't have a fucking clue who this man was until like Wednesday no looking him up now I, re- I recognise him but I wouldn't have been Miles, able to put him in this this is destroying our credibility <laughs> we didn't have English, Connor <laughs> I hold an Irish passport I'm not expected to know Englishman uh, uh, half the Irish team's English uh, no disagree <laughs> you forget that Declan boy he can stay where he is and Robbie Brady from like North London don't besmirch that <laughs> and he's Ireland's best player when he's fit yeah. well Seamus Coleman's probably one of Ireland's best players oh he's like uh, one Carter of Ireland's Urahan's Irish pretty players pretty good too. huh sorry Nick Hurahan huh Hurahan Hurahan yeah, yeah. Brady good. was born he's in Dublin Connor your penis I don't know. I saw some Nations League Connor games. Burhan ain't that good. He's got a great left foot. Also, that actually reminded me. Um, just like Arsenal are likely signing Willian. Oh, why? And I wanted Spurs to sign him because I came up with a banging chant. Okay. Where it goes. Take it Will away. Willian. Dun, dun, dun. Cross it into Harry Kane. Hey, hey. And there you are. And I thought, boom, I've nailed it. The bleachers will be... <laughs> Spelting this one out for at least two years. Fair enough. I mean, it is a very good chant. It is a for fantastic a chant. Yeah, and they're, it's very, it's very it doesn't well done. make too much because obviously here I am, Rocky, like a hurricane or whatever. Hurricane works yeah. perfectly for there. So you need the yeah, compliment. That it, the, it doesn't work the with kind of human song. Da, da, da. No, <laughs> will I am is perfect for here I am. 
So yeah, Spurs. I agree. You've done well. Spurs, you need to gazump this Will I Am transfer like Chelsea gazumped you for Will I Am in the first place. Because the boy Imagine fucking, <laughs> Do you know Daniel you... Levy paid for a flight for Will I Am? They go from Shakar they they taught him. And then I bothered off to go to Chelsea. Imagine Harry Kane in like glam rock get up. You know, like sparkly leather jacket, he's got face paint, you know, he's looking like a kiss member. He's got a like big open thing in the middle, so if you're looking at his like waxed, oily chest, I couldn't. He just he just doesn't he doesn't fit the bit. So I don't know. Do we have any other news, or do we get on to the fantasy? Ah, I think fuck we it, just go to fantasy. 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 <laughs> oh, well, actually, just real quickly, real quickly, I just wanted to note as well that um, because the Cobra Kai. Uh, the Cobra Kai graduation ceremony that happened right in the middle of the playoff final was all well and good, but it was almost it was almost overshadowed by the uh, the fucking the Undertaker returning one last time to uh, try and tombstone the fucking Brentford guy after he scored his goal. Yeah, uh, that was just, a surprise. Yeah, just absolutely like disgraceful shithousery from the the Fulham goalkeeper who not only swatted the ball out of the guy's hands as he was trying to run it back to the line to, to you know to do the kickoff um, but also then kind of like full on grapple like two arm grappled him from behind while he was trying to get out the goal and had to be physically restrained by another Brentford player so that the original guy could actually make his way out there just just shocking stuff it was a bit of a pollen match there at the end, but I and Fulham's two goals were scored by their left back. He is just a Leighton Baines regen. They're quite good goals. Well, well taken goals to be fair. Okay, you did All well. Right. Fantasy. All right, extravaganza. Uh, do you guys have your right, article Connor. in front of me? Because right now I will be going over uh, fant- some fantasy rankings, some tier rankings to help Matthew win in the fantasy draft and hopefully win his. Uh, first fantasy season to you know Again, give some I would understand to Nick being this smug but Connor you, you've fallen from grace I clearly you're haven't you're no longer at the I top I clearly haven't it's okay well, Matthew I'll, I'll pipe in every now and then if you get something badly wrong you know thanks Nick you need to keep us keep us right here as the current champion I think what has popped up on my thing it says anonymous camel has popped up what the fuck's that an means anonymous there's someone camel? else is that you? It means it's someone else looking at the document. Oh my god, an octopus has popped up now. Anonymous Kraken. <laughs> All right. Are you the anonymous Kraken? Apparently, we're... I'm anonymous camel. lame. Oh, <laughs> because you know, being a Seattle Kraken fan. I don't know. No, maybe I'm not anonymous camel. But so, guys. Anyway, shall we? Yeah. So, guys. I go ahead. Fantasy football's back in a month's time. That'll be the league. Uh, the draft, as everyone knows, the draft should start. 1st of September or at least in that week is the perfect time to draft and so what we're doing here is we are giving you the best advice on how to succeed in that draft now Matthew here in the past has drafted the Seahawks in the first Seahawks defense in the first round boy needs all that the help fir- I'm going to clarify this because that was my first draft so I did fuck that up but the last two drafts I've done very well especially KK. last year KK Boy still needs took all my team to a you just are, I'm handing you free advice and you besmirch it I ignore your advice every week and do better I've pulled you. you up from licking windows in the first year 
<laughs> just sitting amongst us at the table I've ignored your advice openly. Uh, <laughs> all right, then. My play of the story is enough that you need to listen. So basically, uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to dedicate mostly stuff to fantasy, and I'm going to do like tier breaks, tier tier or tier positions for everyone. Things like running backs, wide receivers, QBs, yeah. Yeah. da tight ends. It's basically just Travis Kelsey and everyone else. Yeah. And all right, then. then I will talk about like sleepers, people you shouldn't draft, all that shit. Right. And so then this the one in the inaugural in the inaugural fantasy extravaganza. We are talking about running backs. And running backs, I like to think, are the most valuable position in fantasy by far. And it's mainly they have become more valuable in fantasy due to the rest of the NFL devaluing the position. So that means good running backs are even rarer to come by. So yeah. obviously most teams are going by most teams are going by committee these days. So you need to target one that gets almost the entirety of the carries. So basically you want a team that does not like their running back and wants to run him into the ground as opposed to <laughs> making the team better and also having him around for a few more years. So that is it. I recommend because because of how valuable running backs are compared to wide receivers. Especially, you can get so many wide receivers after the first two rounds. You can get them so much depth. You like Adam Thielen and Kenny Galladay is going in the third round. Those are yeah. they, they could be top five wide receivers by the end of the year. So you need to spend your That's first true. two picks. There is also on running backs. Yeah, there is also a lot, a lot more. There's a lot of variance in terms of um, performance from wide receivers. Uh, wide receivers typically are not extremely consistent over their career in fantasy. You have the odd guy who will be kind of like year on year quite often in the top 10, but you can also have guys who come from nowhere, suddenly are very good, and then other guys who uh, seem like they're you know an amazing player, a top-tier player, that they're rated in terms of their skill at the position very highly, but then in fantasy they just don't perform. Um, so it is it is kind of like... It's more. It feels a lot more uh, random in terms of uh, the the how much they deliver on their draft potential for wide receivers. And usually, wide receivers they have more more variables. Like they got more people to compete with. Like at any given time, there's going to be what two more wide receivers and a tight end out and the running back getting like yeah, especially catches. in teams where you have a catching back. Yeah, a running back is going to get so much of the ball. Yeah. So you basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the tiers, I basically had a bunch of boxes they tick, and whoever's the higher up definitely tick more of the boxes. So you kind of want a workhorse, a pass catching ability, a shite backup. That always helps, and you want like a an offensive coordinator who has a history of using workhorse or wide or running backs. Uh, finance. Like I have got written down the notes, also plays a huge part. So if a running back has recently been paid, then the t- or if they're like a, dra- a high draft pick, the team will value them. On the flip side of that, certain players who are on the last year of their contracts can also be run, and like they they they've not like made any indication of sitting out. So players like Dalvin Cook, he's talked about sitting out, right? Yeah. So like Mixon, even he's talked about sitting out. So players on their yeah. last legs, uh, but haven't made any indication they're valuable because they want they're gone for that next contract. The team wants to run them under the ground, kind of like Derrick Henry did last year before they paid him. 
before um, they realised that the grind was the one getting run into. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, you know what? <laughs> it's not a it's not a dynasty draft, is it? You're doing it for this year, and this year alone. No. Yeah. I, so it's you don't care. You don't care about their future. You are their owner. I don't fucking care if Christian McCaffrey uh, fucking breaks his leg next year, as long as he does good this year. <laughs> Uh, he could be broken down get all the CTE that he gets this year I don't care as long as he gets me in points I, I like to I like to check in on my fantasy players every now and then see how they're doing see yeah if the kids just emotionally right. yeah you know how's, how's the wife how's the business right you know have you been having any trouble with the in-laws so in the first tier I've got I've called it the Ron CMC tier it is the Christian McCaffrey tier yeah because he I don't think there's like, any question about yeah, that like I've said he ticks every box the man is always on the field like last year he, I think he played what how many offense 95% <laughs> the offensive snaps it, it was a something lot ridiculous something oh my god he, uh, even, even when they had plays that were like designed passing plays sometimes he would still be on the field it's like opportunity is more important than talent like I would take a hand I would take a decent amount of these running backs to play in my team over Christian McCaffrey but the oh, Panthers like in don't your have that actual option. NFL team mm, the Panthers like if you really build an NFL team or... have very very few options yeah I'm saying as an NFL team not as a fantasy that's why yeah, opportunity fair. is so much more important than talent yeah yeah in I, fantasy yeah. yeah yes yes in fantasy and no I'm just he saying he also got paid a shit ton which means the the Panthers are in love with him he also has a QV in Teddy Bridgewater now who is like an absolute check down Charlie he sees someone 10 yards down the field and goes Jesus Christ lads that's, that's too far away could you at least come like 6 or 7 <laughs> yards closer and then he throws it which doesn't make sense because Teddy Bridgewater has a good arm he just does I mean, no confidence a talented quarterback it might be a might be a Jameis Winston situation where he's actually horrendously nearsighted and he uh He's just never been to an opticians in his life. Uh, another factor. He went in once. The and they said, "Can you see the hot air balloon?" And he said, "What balloon?" And he walked out because he thought they were making fun of him. <laughs> Going to leave that up in the air. <laughs> like the balloon. Uh, like the Panthers' balloon. defense has had so much turnaround as well this year. So much. Yeah. That they should be down a lot and they should be chucking check downs and he should be put in the offense quite a bit. Yeah, they also have they have a lot of um, turnaround in terms of their offense. Uh, new quarterback, I think they have a new new. Do they have a new uh, head coach as well? They got a new head coach. They also have a new yeah. offensive coordinator. They yeah, so like Brady, the whole package, the whole package is is brand new, and coming into a year where. We're probably not gonna. Well, we are not having preseason games. We're not having like a lot of a lot of the mini camp stuff has been cut down. Um, a lot of the amount of time that players and coaches traditionally have to prepare their offenses, prepare their teams, the Panthers have not been given, uh, and they're all fresh out the box. Which means that these guys are going to be doing the simple stuff first. And what is simple? Yeah. Check down. Check yeah. down in actual runs. Like they they yeah. are still going to be. Running. This is why running backs runs. are so much more valuable as well this year. A lot of people are going to yeah. keep it keep it simple, and, and what's the majority of the players here up now? Who's at risk? Fat people, linemen. Fat people. <laughs> Defensive <laughs> you could, linemen. You could say that. You could say that with like a, maybe a crumb more tact. 
I mean, they're uh, you put them on the BMI, it's coming up obese. That's all I'm saying. You put most NFL player, well, a lot of NFL players in a BMI, it's probably coming up obese. Uh, BMI is not a great BMI is their really mass bad per height. Like, dare you besmirch the science that is BMI? It's not <laughs> fucking science. <laughs> it, it, well, in the literal sense, it is uh-huh. science, but it, it's a flawed science. Checkmate. Fucking homeopathy, you can say in the literal sense of it. It's not fucking scientific. BMI is not scientific. It is not based on evidence and conclusions. It's based on a fucking uh, weird, bleary eyed theory that, you know, tall people shouldn't weigh more. I don't Do know. Do some what the fuck cardio, lardio. Yeah. It's it's stupid. It's stupid. You know, you put fucking like, Arnold Schwarzenegger on there, and they're BMI like, oh, he's fucking obese." <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> obese. Fuck off. It's not a well, BMI you know, the podcast. Man also the man can eyes, lift up like, a fucking like, polar bear. He's not obese. He was unhealthy. They're going to look at their. They're going to look at their eye. They're going to use their eyes and say, "Oh, he is muscular. He's not obese." But if you yeah yeah it's the fact that they need to use their eyes that they can't use their fucking magic system. Are we getting into BMI? Tier two, Connor. Tier elite two. with a tinge of doubt. Yep. Elite I would like to know what your tinge. tinge of oh, doubt. you said it there. Never mind. Never mind. You've explained it in the Google Doc. So yes. So I've got uh, in this tier. I have both Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott. Now with Barkley, he could easily be number one. Easily be number one this year. But last year, he had a what a high ankle sprain for most of the games. It stopped him from doing yeah. it. So he couldn't follow up his sophomore year uh, after his outstanding, or he couldn't follow up his amazing rookie yeah. year with uh, the sophomore the sophomore year. He's the clear focal yeah, point is, uh, of the team. Uh, I don't know if uh, Nate Soldier opting out is an improvement on the team. Might be. Uh, they brought in Andrew Thomas, who got just slide in the left tackle anyway. Uh, one of the reasons why I love Saquon so much is that any play could be a touchdown. Like yeah. oh my god, you could you could give him a he's hand very off. Very talented. Yeah, he is. He's faster than everyone. He's stronger than everyone. He's got the juke. And he's, he's also got a crazy got juke moves like Barry Sanders. Club. Yeah, he kind of um he almost reminds me in a way of like a much younger, um and like even more athletic Marshawn Lynch. I, mm, I don't he's know. I think Marshawn Lynch Marshall. was more power, like more power only. Like obviously Ezekiel or Saquon Barkley, sorry, is strong, but he's just so much more like quick faded and Saquon is like if you combine Barry Sanders and Adrian Peterson <laughs> it's terrifying <laughs> uh, then yeah, obviously yeah, I got I uh, got my boy Zeke he's still yeah. he plays he's the lead running back for the Cowboys and he's a fantastic running back as it is they've got a, an elite offense and a great offensive line uh, think of all the like wide receivers they got now you cannot put eight men in the box and just stop them and I think yeah. outside of Saquon, like I said in the notes, he is the most talented running back outside of him. He has also had COVID, though. Exactly. Shrug that off. But like it's it's too bad badly he's had it. Yeah. Uh, the thing with COVID, though, is that we don't know whether it has a, a tinge lasting of doubt, residual like, effect. A tinge of doubt. So, tinge. That's a fair there's, tinge. There's, there's a wee tinge for you. There's, there's a, a tinge. tinge. More tinge than men right, now, He also can't catch it again, though. So if you're looking for longevity, the fact that he's now <laughs> immune to it, we're not actually sure true. of that. We are not sure to the extent that you can or cannot catch COVID again because people have um, had COVID and then tested negative and then retested positive um, farther down the line. So it oh, is unsure worry, at this point to what extent that works. Take it for me, Nick. He's fine. 
Don't worry. All right, well, I'll take, take it from Matthew, lads. Well, Nick, once you get the third pick, you can you choose him. Would you choose him with the third pick? Uh, Zeke? Yeah. Um, if he was there? I don't know. Maybe. Mm, well, Maybe. we can do a mock draft and we can find out. How are we ordering the draft, actually, just out of matter interest? How are we picking order? Um, well, we know. did it last year, didn't we? We uh, Based on the scores on the final week. Oh, so I get to pick last. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, th- I don't know who's actually first. We'll figure that out off pod. Yeah, fair. So we got tier three, uh, which is solid, definite first rounders. Yeah. Uh, so we got Alvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and Big Derek. Boo Derek Henry. I'd really like Clyde Edwards Hilaire just because of what happened with Cream Hunt. And he's kind of in a very similar scenario. Mm. I don't just Cream Hunt. Say. Not just Cream Hunt as well. Uh, the the big news or the, the more recent news for uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire's situation is that uh, Damian Williams, who yeah. by many would be considered to be uh, a top pick, is opting out. Well, that's why it's exactly like uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, because he's a rookie who has to start. No, because he was a rookie. But the thing with Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt wasn't a first round pick. Uh, they didn't true. like he would he would have got less than what Clyde Edwards Hilaire yeah. would have got anyway. But it is actually yeah. it's kind of identical because like Spencer, I think it was Spencer Ware, was the uh, the main running back for the Chiefs that year, and he got injured. And then I sent this great message to Matthew saying, "Oh lad, you need running back depth." You should pick up Kareem Hunt. Me being an idiot, not knowing he would go off for like 40 points in the first. But it's all right, because Matthew came last anyway in that first week. So he was yeah. able to get it. <laughs> that was my tactic. I was like, I can't guarantee getting them unless I come last. Oh, boy. All, right. all according to plan. Uh, so uh, Kamara, he's on the what is he? He's on the Saints offense. Running backs are always fantastic on the Saints, run, on the Saints offense. He's only got Latavius Murray, who I don't think that's great. Uh, yeah. Drew he's Brees, also the Drew Brees doesn't like to throw deep, so he's just going to be chucking it, uh, chucking it low. Kamara's probably the best pass catching back in terms of like running yeah. routes as well. He's up like he's up there with Christian McCaffrey, except uh, he doesn't get he's the ball Christian on McCaffrey. every snap. Yeah. Whereas the Saints have do still have like Michael Thomas and. Yep. All them do also catch the ball. But here's the thing. It's a contract year for Kamar. And I don't think True. the Saints are going to want to pay him. So does he Possibly play hard? Not. Or does he sit on the sidelines? It's a contract year for a lot of running backs this year. Like, yeah, like some of them, eight or nine of them. Some of them may more. have to take um some of them may have to take pay cuts eventually because they can't all get paid to the extent that they want to. And eventually one of them is going to crack and take less money for a better team or a better position or more guaranteed starting time or something and eventually it is going to uh, it is going to pull the level back down to earth because these guys cannot all make like Christian McCaffrey Derrick Henry money it is not happening yeah which is fair like they they're not all going to be as good as them uh, so again uh, we've got Clyde Edwards Hilaire as well he's, he's just on the best offense in football as the main running back uh, Damian Williams was fantastic in this offense and Damian Williams was an undrafted free agent yeah 
Hmm. And we've seen yeah. what Clyde like Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a absolute unit too. Like he's just a very good running back. At college now, the NFL is different, of course, but when you look at his I know his highlight reads is his best, but just look at the way he can play. He's very, very good. A lot of promise. A lot of promise in a team that is known for uh, what? having running backs <laughs> perform. Yeah, so uh, Yeah, so the last member yeah, of then, this tier is uh Bo Derek. Bo Derek Henry himself. Um, he is the only running back in the first few tiers that is not a pass catching back which yeah. is interesting but I think that uh, but I'm very confident in his production so I'm allowing him to be in the third tier uh, he was obviously the Russian champion from last year he scores a lot of touchdowns and they have just recently paid him I know I said on the show now he was franchise tagged I forgot they paid him because I forgot they yeah, were they, idiots yeah. they actually paid him on the last possible occasion yeah, he got paid. Tag, yeah. He got paid right at the deadline. Uh, basically, when everyone was sitting around waiting for Dak Prescott news to see if Dak would get paid, uh, and then the Cowboys uh, fucked it up because they're the Cowboys, uh, and and the Titans then went and paid Derrick Henry, and everyone was kind of left looking at their phones like, "What? <laughs> what just happened?" At least they didn't pay him but, more than the McCaffrey. So there, there yeah, you are. That would have been the bubble has popped. So that'll be good oh, for everyone true. else where they can go. Uh, well, this guy, this guy led the league in rushing, and he didn't take this much. So you could say that now for everyone. Oh, Dalvin Cook, you didn't, you didn't lead the the league in rushing. You're getting paid ten million this year, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I expect Derrick Henry to do really well this year. Um, because like, as long as you have Tannehill as quarterback, Derrick Henry was outstanding. That's yeah. what the mana hole does. True, yeah. So tier four, mm. I'm gonna take these chaps at the turn tier. So uh, <laughs> around the eight, Gosh. nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and then second round one, two, three, something like this. I got Dalvin Cook, Jer Mixon, Austin Eckler, Nick gives me a job, and Miles Sanders. See, just if I was picking last and I had you get it, it's still a snake draft, so. I get two in a row. I would be taking Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb there. Because they done bits for me last year. And Austin Eckler is now the running back in the Chargers because Melvin Gordon left. Aye, he's yeah. like, like a lot of these guys have you know the same story. I think Dalvin Cook's obviously the most talented here. Yeah. But he's got injury concerns, which is why he drops down into this tier. Uh all of them are capable pass catchers. A lot better than their backups. I say actually Nick Chubb's a bit difficult, but he's proven me wrong. Nick Chubb has Kareem Hunt, who as we know is capable yeah. of being a, an outstanding running back. But they still kinda just go with him instead of Kareem Hunt. It's because he I think also, he gets better results. He just and Kareem Hunt has got uh, a lot of negative PR associated. Which is uh, dumb. Because he because he is a bit of a dumbass. Because he kicked someone who racially abused him. Yeah, that's annoying. Just 2020 you know, the, Kareem Chunt or Kareem Hunt would never <laughs> Kareem Chunt Kareem Chunt <laughs> that's what they're called Kareem Hunt it's the combination of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt but they only take the C uh, <laughs> or the C actually they only take the C <laughs> just pound the rock Chunt oh yes I um yeah I'm trying to think of how to stick all these together. There's not really much to say. These uh, ones all uh, will be taken in the first round. In, obviously, Joe Mixon, 
basically has two first round picks coming in this year and Joe Burrow and Jonah Williams he's the only guy there Joe Mixon Austin Eckler Joe Mixon really interests me Austin Eckler is the only guy there uh, I stuck an address note about Tyrod Taylor's rushing ability everyone thinks that'll take away from it maybe or add there because they need the shield for yeah, it but if you look, like if you look at RPO. what the Ravens are doing yeah, um, yeah. Lamar Jackson can run fast that uh, opens up for the likes of Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards last year I cannot believe that Mark Ingram was put in the NFL top 100. He's a, he's well, a good he player. He had a decent year. A big trust. <laughs> he's he's an average player. No, no, Mark Ingram's a good, in a good Mark team. Ingram's a very good run back. He's been very good his entire career. Okay, but there are like 15 running backs in the league who are better than Mark Ingram. Yeah, but people least. love him. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people vote with their like Oh, Mark Ingram, he's very good. They don't think about any Mark Ingram is better than Larry Fitzgerald right now. I would agree. He's better than Josh I Allen. really like Larry Fitz, but I yeah, would put and, Mark and Neither of them should make the top 100 players in the league. I disagree, Nick. Better than Carson Wentz. That's what the people think. <gasps> I, I don't is, agree with that. I know I do. Is, what's him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are, show me these people, please. Carson Wentz is not a 110th best player. <laughs> Oh, it's so dumb. Uh, all right, so Nick, yeah, there we go. I said Nick Job. Uh, Miles Sanders is interesting. I'm putting him up on this tier mainly because once Jordan Howard went down injured, they just went to Miles Sanders quite a bit. Even though Boston Scott was very good, Sanders was getting so much more of the production. He does quite yeah, well. Yeah, he for was himself. getting the passing. I don't even know how good like Sanders is gonna be, but he's the man there. He 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 has the potential to be very good. Yeah. Um, he, I think a lot I of think, people tier four and below have that quality. I was I was looking there was a, there was a thing a, a while ago about this because um, basically he's he has said things to the tune of that like he wants to model himself as a player after Christian McCaffrey like that is he's he's that's the kind of um, that's the kind of like running back that he would aim to to emulate. Uh, rather than like you know a Saquon or an Adrian Peterson or someone like that, like he wants to be that like CMC kind of like every situation kind of guy, um, and he definitely has just I would say kind of like the raw skills to be able to do that, um, and it'll depend mainly on on how how reliable he is able to be, um, how much he's able to do with the the um, the production that he is given. Um, um, or with the the targets and the, the the runs that he's given, how much production he's able to get, um, and kind of like how that can build out over a season. Because I I think I could be wrong about this, but I think that the the numbers were that he um, he had more production in his rookie year than CMC. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, wasn't uh, like, wrong, like Christian McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey, they didn't really trust him that much in the first year. Yeah. And you saw at one point Christian McCaffrey just got huge all of a sudden. <laughs> he just he, it went from looking like a it went from looking like a Backstreet Boy to like L- like Luther from the Umbrella Academy just overnight. <laughs> it's those Carolina ribs. <laughs> Uh, he's just been getting himself full of barbecue. He's been getting under the cyclone, boys. Getting a nice vinegar-based barbecue that we all love. So, tier five. They don't take all the boxes tier. 
we got Josh Jacobs fantastic player behind the great O-line but for some reason Josh Gruden John Gruden does not like to pass to him yes he is the QB John Gruden Uh, yeah they don't like to use him (laughs) in passing downs which doesn't make sense because Alabama really like to use him in that and he can he can do it so throw he's also ball. ginormous. All right, I got yeah, him in dynasty. While he's running, I got him in dynasty. Maybe it's more of a. Do not need the other two stupid backs Carr. there. Maybe it's a Derek Carr problem rather than a Josh Jacobs problem. Derek. No, it's because they don't keep him out there in third downs. Yeah, he should be out there all the downs. But see, John is why John Gordon's from the fucking year two thousand one, and he likes fullbacks, and he thinks what three down running backs don't exist. You can't catch Old the ball. You've got to have these certain players that can only catch the ball that we pay much less. All right. Then I got the boy straight out of East Africa, the Kenyan Drake. Uh, Kenyan Jesus Drake Christ. escaped the clutches <laughs> of the Dolphins to burst back into fantasy relevance. And the Colonel's offense is perfectly fitted for Drake in that he's a quick shifty back and there's going to be lots of open spaces because they like the spread offense. And now Deshaun Jackson, not David Johnson. David Johnson is gone. Jackson. I saw DJ in a pant. It's okay. And now David Johnson is gone to Houston. So that yeah. means uh, I like the uh, like the opportunity. Chase Edmonds is a decent backup. But Chase Edmonds, it was not given the franchise tag that Kenyon Drake was given. So they're going to run him into the ground. And now there's yeah. a big drop here because Aaron Jones has fallen. He was last year's fantasy breakout star of the year. He did me in very good stead. Here's the thing, though. He made a lot of points, but in terms of consistency, he was awful. Nearly half of the games, he was bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It was It was definitely a kind of like, I, I, you just have to throw him in every week and hope for the best kind of guy. And sometimes you would be absolutely laughing your way to the bank. Mm-hmm. And other days, um, you would be kind of wondering why the hell you played him. Now, but- one of the reasons... That's the right. One sometimes. of the reasons for him doing so well was because he led the league in overall touchdowns. I mean, he nearly had as much touch- touchdowns as uh, fucking Josh Allen the entire year, all by himself. And that is likely to, you know, regress due to the fact that it should regress because you don't, you don't. I mean, Jameis Winston's now throwing five thousand yards this year. I know he's on the bench, but. You know what I mean. Yeah. Regression happens. He's got a lot less chance to do that than yeah. Jones has the fact to do that He's well. got a lot less. And now, Aaron Jones will have a lot less chance now because the Packers decided, oh, we're going to spend a valuable second round pick on a running back who's big and muscular and doesn't catch many passes. So that means, like, oh, he's the goal line back. And they got a fullback, so they're going to go right for the two running backs or the, the fullback and the run back in the goal line situations and not Aaron Jones. Yeah. So he is also on his last year of the contract. Both him yeah. and uh, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams will be yes. a lot cheaper in the future than Aaron Jones because yeah, he's not been as good. So why would they pay Aaron Jones? Yeah, I mean, really, what we need to do is we need to find out whether or not um, whether or not Jordan Love likes to throw checkdowns. Hopefully, I'm more partial to Croatian <laughs> downs myself, but. Um, <laughs> Hey. <laughs> All right, so we got tier six. Fuck off. AKA the smell the upside, smell the belief tier. I got my boys Chris Carson, James Connor, and Fournette. All I really capable. hope James Connor bounces back. 
Oh, and Jonathan Taylor. I stuck him in there as well. Now, the first three are obviously veteran backs. have been there for a few years. Uh, Chris Carson uh, will benefit from Rashad Penny, one of the worst first-round picks ever, and being on the PUP list. So he'll start off the season injured. And then you got Carlos Hyde, who I know he's coming off a thousand years. A thousand years. A thousand <laughs> uh, yard season at Houston. But he's not that good. He's not as good as Chris yeah. Carson, who seemed to get about 100 yards every week and a fumble every week. Yeah. But he was still a really as soon as, uh, as soon as Chris Carson... As soon as Chris Carson stops buttering up his gloves before the games, he'll do just fine. Yeah. I think it's Penny was buttering up his gloves so he doesn't make him look bad. But uh, Then you got uh, James Conner and Big Ben coming back will mean the offense is so much better, which means there will be more space for him. So he could return to early 2018 form and that is worth the risk of what a, he's going in like the fourth at the moment, in the fourth round. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Leonard Fournette, an unpopular pick because I hate having him. But he was really good last year, in fantasy. He was not good in real life, but he was good. Yeah. In, he was good in fantasy because even though he was one of the worst in the leagues, in the league in terms of like him getting the ball passed to him and turning it into something, they still kept chucking him the ball. So if you're in a half, if you're in a PPR league, Leonard Fournette is the unsung hero, and we play in Which a half point think- PPR. So just seeing him get a point every time he got, he got like a check down and fell forward a few yards. And that was oh, it's a point. Beautiful. <laughs> Didn't did not make sense. Even though they got Chris Thompson now, which is a worry because he's a great pass catching back. But he also do you he think also that, um, hamstring signing contracts? So there's a, do you think that players feel better or worse if their real life career is suffering? Do you think they feel better or worse about being good at fantasy? Well, there's an award for the fantasy player of the year, so probably worse some players as well uh, let's say you know Eric Ebron like to check their names on Twitter and they respond yeah. to negative feedback and say oh ain't ever heard of you you bum as he Eric Ebron replies to this boy with eight followers <laughs> <laughs> so some players definitely take it on uh, Fournette uh, I remember him getting really emotional last year in a big fight with his left tackle, Cam Robinson, who would have snapped him like a twig. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fournette is also, he was also uh, making the case to try and sign Len- or Cam Newton as the QB. So, and there's been massive, um, or there's been a large amount of trade rumors coming in. So he could be traded halfway through the year to a competitor because they're not going to sign him again. He doesn't actually make no, much money no. at all because well they then they they, they, they declined rescind, his fifth year option already. It's not even that they rescinded his uh, contract for poor behaviour in in what's known as a Tom Coughlin special. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, say if you get the like week seven, and the Jags are like what like two and four or something like that after a buy, and he could just be traded to stay a team that needs him or a team that wants him. I mean, the Seahawks Aye. like to get these uh, pound-the-rock type receiver or running backs. Why not? Yeah. And then the last guy in the tier, Jonathan Taylor, who's, who's likely the best. I think he's the he'll be the best pure running back in this draft, and he's also in a fantastic situation. So you got checked down Philip Rivers, and you got the Colts elite offensive line that's great at pass blocking and especially run blocking. Uh, the issue is they have Marlon Mack, 
But Marlon Mack, like so bloody many people this year, is in a contract year. Yeah. Like you chuck your stone, you hit someone who was drafted. You like you chuck a stone, you hit a running back that was drafted in the twenty seventeen draft. There's so many of them. Bleed like bloody yeah. calf like fucking frogs. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully they they see that Taylor is the future pretty quick, and they give him the majority of the workload because his upside is right. tremendous. It also. Like uh, photos have been like leaked, not leaked. Photos have been released of him during training. The man is yoked. I think he's like bigger than Saquon Barkley, the size of him. Well, Saquon Barkley is all quad. All quad. Like they the boy every day. Crush watermelons between them, like that girl. Who's the? Who's, <laughs> there was some porn star who did that. That's all I know. <laughs> and like guys would pay her to be crushed between his her legs. Yeah. So I'm sure there's some Giants fans. Well, enough out about there. your preferences. That's Connor. not a fucking segue or not. I'm I'm just sure there's some there's some Giants fans who'd happily pay for that uh, treatment. A hundred percent. Okay, and so my you've final got, tier you've of got the players Giants that matter. Fans now. The f- Giants fans buying Saquon's bathwater on Instagram. <laughs> All right, the, the final tier is the last of the starting <laughs> running back tier. Um, Saquon should start an OnlyFans. <laughs> I think if any athlete starts on OnlyFans that is a massive supplement oh they are making peas my guy like oh, they are God. making so right, much making money so much money already like yeah anyone oh, can like start from on OnlyFans. The OnlyFans like the thing is a lot of guys complain about girls starting on, like an OnlyFans there's gay men out there as well and they'll pay yeah, a lot fucking just start next, you should start on OnlyFans you'd make bank no. I'm just saying, no. don't, 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 don't kick off about women. <laughs> I, I don't think any of us off. have kicked uh, that's off. That's our about feminist women. podcast for the day. All right. Free the nip. All right, then. Free the nip, show some hip, get paid. What's right, tier so last seven? Year, starting running back tier. I'm just going to go through the names. This is where I got Melvin Gordon, Devin Singletary, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram, Todd Gurley, Ronald Jones, David Montgomery, and then Cam Akers. I'm projecting all these guys to be the starters. I don't think their situations are as good as as all the other ones. Uh, that's a mix of talent, other people there, bad offenses. But yeah, old, this is a, old I'd age. I'd be happy to take piece. any of them in the fourth and fifth round. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I'd say so. The one question mark here for me is maybe David Johnson. I mean, are you saying David Johnson or Duke Johnson? David Which Johnson. D Johnson is this? David Johnson, because Carlos Hyde. Because you can draft the wrong. You can draft the wrong D Johnson. It's a risk. End up in a bad spot. I wish David Johnson wasn't in the Texans. Give Duke Johnson the ball. The man is electric. They just never give him. They just don't give him a chance, even though he deserves it. Makes me sad. Maybe. It's a stunning, it's a pretty stunning fall from grace for for some of these guys who are down here. I mean, we've got Lev Bell, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Melvin Gordon. I, I mean, this Todd is your Gurley's this is a real real. This ball. is almost your your entire like tier one, like first round draft picks from like three years ago. Even two years ago, Todd Gurley Even last was, year. David Johnson yeah. was going in the first. Todd Gurley hilariously went in the first because I think Garth did not realize he had no knees. Yeah. Like, oh my god, Todd Gurley <laughs> fell to ten? Well I'll get him. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Ah uh, yeah, there's a mad mad fall of grace from a lot of ones. 
like David Johnson will be interesting because you saw how well Carlos Hyde did last year and I think yeah, David be. Johnson's still better than Carlos Hyde he was looking alright last year at times he had a decent amount of production it just just Kenyon Drake came in and the offense looked better so you never know yeah you never know so anything else guys anything you, any contributions you want to make I can't really Um, seems pretty solid to me yeah in terms of like the position they go in I think I do think some people might take Austin Eckler after last year Nick Chubb after last year but higher but not like a tier higher I mean above Joe Mixon or Dalvin Cook I could I could really see some of these like lower tier guys being very good value picks for where you'd get them yeah like, like your, you could get Melvin Gordon Gordon's, very late, but your Devin Singletary's There's, that could be really good production for, for the, the draft capital that you're expanding mm-hmm. like spending on them I worry a bit about Devin Singletary I'll be honest I worry because well, why, the man is 5'7 but he's not a pass catching back he's pretty bad at pass catching which is why they, they drafted Zach Moss in the third but yeah. last year they persisted Oof. with uh, Frank Gore, <laughs> Frank Gore, over uh, Devin Singletary. So they might do that this year, so they can bleed in the rookie. Yeah, maybe that's the hope. Especially this year, I suppose. Yeah. All right, guys, as well who are in my draft. Anyone listen? Anyone who's in my draft, don't listen. All right. This is a secret between me and the rest of the world. First two fingers picks, and ears, boys. First two picks. You draft two running backs. That's it. Don't want Michael Thomas. Don't fucking care. Don't care about Michael Thomas. I would draft anyone in those first three tiers over Michael Thomas. Actually, no. I'd draft everyone in the four. I'd draft Miles Sanders over Michael Thomas. That's it. I don't want any part of these wide receivers. The only exception is that if I have a pick in the first five, so that means I got a late second round pick, I would take Travis Kelsey over any wide receiver because he the difference between him and the rest of the tight ends is much greater than the difference between Michael Thomas and then Adam Thielen or Kenny Galladay that I can get in the third round. Where would you get Kittle then in, in reference uh, to that? You get him but in the mid-thirds. Right. And then people still think Zach Ertz is well. a good player and they get him yeah. in the fourth Zach or third. Is- Zach Ertz is still a good player. player. It's just he dropped off about Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is the still holds the league record for most receptions by a tight end in the league. That's great, Jason. Before you come out as well, before you come out with your tired old Jason Witten bullshit, you can shut the fuck up. Jason Witten is a fucking smooth olive-brained toddler trying to jam the round peg into the triangle hole up there in Oakland. He is not long for this game. Yeah, because he's old. Yeah. The Eagles have a better the Eagles have a better tight end as a backup. If he was a better tight end, he wouldn't be the backup. That's because Carson Wentz is like, I love Zekerts. He's my best man at the wedding. (laughs) And that is all they say. That is is a perfect Carson Wentz impression. But Zekerts It's like he's here. Carson. Flawless football argument there. Car- really, no. like you really based Zach, it around Zach this. Zach is known as non Yak Zach for a reason. Like he was like the fourth, he was considered the fourth worst receiver in the league in terms of getting expected yards after the catch. Do what he actually got. He doesn't need them though. Because the man he doesn't the, fucking yeah, need them. Yeah, because he's Jason Witten. 
He just pops up free like three yards away, catches it, and oh, that's 0.8 yards in fantasy, and these build up. But people think he can get back he to where he was a few years. If you go back and watch player. the Super Bowl, you see him catch a pass and then run after it for a touchdown, and you're like, Jesus, you wouldn't see that these days. That blade of grass and knock him over. <laughs> that's the way it works. He's not a good athlete anymore. He's not he as is. good an athlete. He I is. think it's fair to say he's not as good, but to say he's not a good athlete anymore probably is I a stretch. No chance am I he is like everyone had like the what is it, the like the three top tight ends where it was Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz. Ertz yeah. has fallen off so much compared to those two. And he's younger, he's younger than Kelsey. Oh yeah. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. He is considerably not the third best tight end anymore. He definitely still no, is. No, because Mark I'd Andrews is being drafted is. above him. Oh, fuck yeah. Mark Andrews. That doesn't make Mark Andrews better. That just means Mark people Andrews have... Un- that means people that's have... Mark Andrews is a favorite Baltimore receiver. hype. Yeah. That has got nothing to do with Mark Andrews. It has got to do with fucking um, Lamar Jackson not being able to hit the broadside of no. a barn Zach from Ertz, five yards Mark, away. Like, Zach Ertz benefits so much from his offense and so much because Carson Wentz loves him. But that's the yeah, same as Mark players, Andrews. Like they're players both who kind get of more throws will do better in fantasy. This is not a mystery. I know, but there's just a lot. There's a lot better tight ends out there in general, and I I am seeing a no, big. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. There are two. There are no. two. In terms of tight fantasy, ends in the entire NFL. No, Nick. No. I would rather have Darren Waller at the moment. All I'm gonna say. Teams. All I'm gonna say is, you are you are gonna you're gonna draft Darren Waller and you're gonna look stupid when you're dropping him in week three. Because he's had fucking two catches for minus three yards. Darren no, he's Waller got too much coke fun, in his system a much for that. Better athlete than Zachers. If fucking OJ Howard was playing for the Eagles, they'd look much better. No, they yes, would. Yes, they would. <laughs> no, Zachers ain't that I mean, good why? anymore. They they Boys, this is just going to get a bit chaotic. Potter's just going to say anybody he can, and then say would be better than Zachers. Like Dallas Goddard for a few weeks to be fair was Dallas better Goddard. than Zach Ertz. He has something this crazy thing in tight ends called movement. Yep. For a couple of weeks there, he was better than Zach Ertz was playing. He is now. Oh, but he just wasn't playing as much, so he wasn't getting as much production. Yes. Because Carson says this is why I bet Dallas Goddard put down Carson Wentz as the minus two hundredth player and just spoiled everything. <laughs> <laughs> He just skewed the curve. <laughs> he was actually making his way in. Then go, oh god, minus two hundred. He must oh, let's, let's get rid of this boy. The average has been brought right down. Look, at a certain point, you just need to get over your irrational hatred of Zach Ertz. It's not. I just realize that he is a very, very good player. He is a half decent player. He is a he is an he is. NFL top one hundred player. I'll have you know. Good for uh, based him. on that, that based on what you were what you were saying earlier about Carson Wentz uh, being a scrub because he doesn't make the list, then you should also be uh, singing the praises of Zach Ertz. I'm having just a nice little look at just, just tight ends. So obviously, everyone would rather have Kelsey and Kittle. Everyone, yeah. Then I'd rather have Mark Andrews. Rather have Evan Ingram. On, uh, rather have to Darren touch Waller. on to touch on. Rather have Hunter Henry. Okay, you, if, if you'd rather have Mark Ingram, then you're an idiot. But like, see, Connor, th- these are the decisions that mean that you lose the championship. This is this is why you didn't get Evan into the Ingram finals. for a while. There was the Giants' main receiver. These are main offensive. 
talent other than Barkley, so he's not a bad shout. Oh, no, Evan, Evan Ingram's a freak athlete. He just can't block. Yeah. Kind of like Zach Ertz. He can't block, but he can move. Look. Look. This is not a good argument. <laughs> he is like... You're just he is like a you're just naming Julian you're Edelman. naming mediocre players and then just being like oh, I'll name another mediocre ooh, player ooh. Zach Ertz got him dead I did this this from the man who thinks that Kenny Galladay is the best receiver in the league did I I didn't even have Kenny Galladay in my top ten <laughs> he is one of he is up there as one <laughs> of the better receivers in the receiver? league statistically he's a good yeah. receiver <laughs> Kenny Galladay is a good receiver. <laughs> everyone will say that. Sure they will. Sure they will. No, I think everyone would concede. Not top ten by any means. Not even no. top fifteen. But he's a very good receiver. Yeah, he's good. He's definitely someone helped by Matthew Stafford. I do he's think maybe, though, he's maybe to say in the Zach top Ertz thirty-two is... starting wide receivers. Okay. <laughs> seems like a, a weird, just a weird shot they take to try and get someone back. Uh, me. <laughs> look, look. You you have this you have this weird obsession with slandering Zach Ertz for no I, reason. I don't. This is the one guy, of the first time. The guy is a good up. player. I do think this is, is probably. This is very. This is not the first time. This is far from the first time you've brought it up. Defend Zach Ertz till like your bloody death for some reason. He was good. By, <laughs> he was good back is... in 2017. I'll, I'll admit. And he has been good since. He's not. I think he's you're not. a liar if you say he hasn't been good. He's not. Been he's great. still been a very good tight end. He's been fine. He's been serviceable. Oh Jesus! That's it. He's been serviceable. See, you, he has been Jason. That Witten. seems so incorrect. That's, he is just you, Jason Witten. That is all. Zach I don't Ertz think is. that's correct. And I'm saying this is this is Jason Witten. Obviously, in the last few years, not great. But like before, Jason Witten became a commentator. So in his last few years. When he wasn't moving as well, well but he, he would pop up every now and then for an important catch. That's what Zach Ertz is. That is not. It what is. Zach Ertz is. It is. No, it is. It is. This is going to go on forever, lads. Aye, we're going to we're going to end it here. We don't need to talk about average tight ends anymore. And um, Connor, stop lads, trying to get uh, the last fucking shot on and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, like the next on the next podcast, we will be doing the tier rankings for wide receivers. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. And I will do them because I like doing them. Um, what else do we got, lads? So what are we? Where will you find us? You'll find us. Uh, you can, well, Nick, you start because you have the more stuff. Uh, you can you can email us uh, your your hot takes or you know your complaints or oh your uh, legal requests Come at me, or Zach. anything else that you may <laughs> feel free. Uh, <laughs> well, at World of No right? Sport. Let me say the fucking thing. At worldofnosport at gmail.com. You can go to our website, worldofnosport.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Matthew. World of No Sport. Ending with a T, not an S there. Fantastic. And if you want to reach us on Twitter, you will have to type in at XFL underscore four underscore life spelled L-Y-F and that is my final argument on why you shouldn't listen to Connor's opinions oh my homies love excuse me Dwayne the Rock Johnson has never put his hand to something bad and he is now the owner and proprietor of the XFL him and not even not just the Rock him and his ex-wife 
All right. That's a that's a man and a business above. And a random a random uh, a random like capital venture company that no one has heard of. Yeah, it's just his own personal tax haven in the middle of the fucking Pacific Ocean. But anyway, I think that should be how we end it, lads. So signing off. See you later. Cheers. Zach Urch is a unionist. (laughs) 